You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Did you hear the news? Car, even gasoline, all things you wouldn't want to put in your body. But could your favorite skincare products actually contain these ingredients? Why are there so many scary chemicals in your beauty products? What if I told you it's actually the other way around? Popular ingredients look scarier if you're not familiar with toxicology, which is most of us. Hello, welcome to this Ask an Expert episode of the You Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Shazzy Hunt. What did you do this morning? Did you shower using a body wash or maybe apply a bit of skincare and makeup? Maybe you've even thrown some clothes in the washing machine or washed your hands a couple of times. Every day, we come into contact with a lot of chemicals. But is that something to even worry about? Today, we've brought in esteemed skin specialist, Professor Rosemary Nixon from the Occupational Dermatology Research and Education Centre. And she's going to talk us through the impact that our products could be having on our skin and what we can do to keep it healthy. Professor Nixon, welcome to You Beauty. Thanks very much for having me. So chemicals are everywhere in the big wide world, including in our everyday products that regularly come into contact with our skin. It sounds scary, is it? Not really, because let's face it, there's a lot of regulation out there. However, a couple of exceptions. Some people have very sensitive skin. It could be eczema, a very common one. It might be acne or other skin conditions on their face. Some people do develop allergies, which I'm going to talk about lots because that's my area of interest. Another interesting phenomenon is that some people just use too much stuff. And it's not uncommon for me to see someone using, you know, Beyonce's serum and Kim Kardashian's moisturizer. And the more stuff you use, the more likelihood, A, you'll get pimples because all your pores will be blocked. And B, you'll get irritated. And C, you'll get allergic to something. So one of my messages, keep it simple. It's so tempting, though, to use all the things all at once, hoping that we'll get all the results. And it's just not appropriate, and it's particularly bad for the hip pocket. We see people who may have contact dermatitis, so a rash to their skincare products. And let me tell you, people come into our clinic with suitcases, which has cost (laughs) them thousands of dollars. And in the end, we tell them to keep things simple, We obviously have to find out if it's an allergy or not and what's causing it. One of the other things that's really important to get across is just because it's natural, it doesn't mean it's good. Now, the top of our list of allergies in our clinic are fragrances. People like these smelly fragrances and fragrances in diffusers and fragrances in products, and these fragrances are a great cause of allergy. So if it's smelly, you may think it's natural, but it may be causing problems. When we think about chemicals as a whole, are there bad chemicals? Chemicals that by nature have to be detergents. So if we want to wash our hands, we've got to have a chemical in there that's a little bit of a detergent. So people make a lot of fuss about chemicals like sodium lauryl sulfate. It's a detergent and we use it in products where we need detergents. So it's just doing its job. It happens to be an irritant. And if you are very sensitive skin or particularly a background of eczema, you may find it more irritating than the next person. But they're not actually going to put in chemicals which are bad. Otherwise, people wouldn't buy products. I mean, it's more the fact that some chemicals can irritate some people and some people can get allergic to some chemicals. Let's break it down by category, starting within our beauty routines. Many of us are trying to do the right thing by using skincare products because we want our skin to look great. But 
Are there certain chemicals in skincare that you think could be doing just the opposite for your face? My first message is what are we trying to do with skincare? Keep it simple. If you want to look after your skin, what's the most important thing to do? It's sunscreen. At the end of the day, looking after your skin by using daily sunscreen is going to provide sort of, you know, 80, 85% of your skin health, if you like. Then it's probably about, you know, 5 to 10% from having a good diet. And at the end of the day, what you put on your skin, it might be sort of 5%, max 10%, okay? So we need to have some priority. The first thing we need to do is to use sunscreen. Seven of our eight top causes of allergy are fragrances and a couple of preservatives, which are called methyl isothiazolinone and methyl chloroisothiazolinone. You won't find them in any skin creams because they're banned, but they are still in some shampoos and in some liquid soaps, hand soaps. So we don't like them at all because we saw an epidemic which started about 10 years ago when these chemicals were particularly prevalent in baby wipes. Saw a lot of reactions to people handling baby wipes and possibly the babies, but we didn't do testing on them. (laughs) When it comes to fragrances in skincare, how do you know? I mean, aside from smelling the product, is there an ingredient that it will be listed as? It may be listed as perfume or fragrance or parfum. And then there are 26 fragrances which are listed by the EU specifically. But basically, it's I smelly. And I think people just think they use a product that smells nice and they think it must be good. And look, if they don't have any rashes, that's fine. Remember, I'm a sort of a rash doctor. I'm seeing the people with problems. So I do have a bit of bias but when the people do get rashes, at the top of our list are fragrances and these preservatives. So does that mean it's okay to use a product that has a fragrance element to it if you're not one of these people that's going to get a rash? Absolutely. If you're not allergic to them, that's fine. But at the end of the day, the more stuff you use, the more allergens you expose yourself to, the more likelihood you are of getting allergic to them. But you won't find dermatologists using them. I mean, we tend to prefer blander products, you know, from the eczema section of the chemist, which are hypoallergenic, which have less allergens. Now, they always have some allergens. They always have preservatives because otherwise, if you don't have preservatives, things go off. If we move on to makeup next, many of us rely on it to create, you know, an even skin tone. It makes us feel good. But what are some of the adverse chemicals that might be hanging around in makeup that could react with our skin? We don't see a lot of problems with makeup. It's generally pretty well tolerated. And often the sort of the mineral type makeups, minerals often such as zinc, those sort of chemicals can actually calm down the skin so they can be soothing. I guess my main problem with makeup is just because people use too many products, um, particularly against toners because if people dry out their skin, then they need to use an extra moisturiser and makeup and you know, I've seen people using 12 things on their face and they wonder why they have acne. Makeup's generally not a problem. It's just, again, too many products is bad. Thinking more broadly about body wash products and body care products as well, when you are in the shower using a soap or a body wash, are there chemicals in these products that are potentially detrimental to the skin? Well, the first thing that I'd like to say is that I don't like plastic bottles. Do we really need to use those plastic bottles full of stuff? 
Now, soap is pretty irritating. It's a bit alkaline and it's designed for getting the dirt off the knees of toddlers. Once people have sensitive skin, they may find that soap a bit irritating. But a lot of us can tolerate soap and it's a much cheaper way to wash our skin than having something in a plastic bottle. The other thing we need to look out for in our liquid hand washes particularly are those chemicals I mentioned before, methyl isothiazolinone and methyl chloroisothiazolinone. They are in some hand washes. So if people are having rashes on their hands, sometimes it might be because they have to wash their hands a lot in their job. Look at your hand wash and see if it contains those chemicals. Now, for people with eczema and sensitive skin, I'm very happy for them to use hypoallergenic soap, we call them soap substitutes. So those people have an exception. But quite frankly, I'm against liquid hand washes because I think it's more plastic bottles than we need for this planet. I feel like the message in more recent years from dermatologists has been, oh, no, you should never use a bar soap on your body. Remember, the dermatologists are speaking to the people with eczema, okay? Mm. We're speaking to the people with eczema and soap is irritating for them. But for normal people, getting a message from manufacturers who want to sell them things, okay? So the manufacturers jumped on the bandwagon of having liquid soaps because they thought, right, we can sell a whole lot of products and we'll get rid of soap and we can sell more expensive packaged liquid soaps. They're not necessary. I feel like there are husbands, boyfriends and other committed people to the bar soap who have not let it go who are very happy to hear this today. I'm just trying to help people save money (laughs) and save money so that they can spend it on their sunscreen, okay? That's the really important thing. (laughs) That's where you need to spend it. What about things like detergents, particularly washing detergent, because if you think about your clothes, they are in close contact with your skin and you're washing them in detergents, in liquids. What are the chemicals that are hanging out in these products that could show up and have a reaction with your skin? It's a bit of an urban myth that laundry detergents cause a lot of problems. Now, yes, they can occasionally cause problems in people with very, very sensitive skin, But do you know what? Washing machines are really, really good. They have a rinse cycle that gets rid of all the detergent and it's actually very rare to see problems. The other issue I have with laundry is that people add these antiseptic rinses and they were heavily marketed in the pandemic to get rid of the germs. Well, if you look at the um, science behind this, the germs will be washed out, the COVID will be washed out at 18 degrees, that's cold water, with just a proper washing cycle. So it's unnecessary to add laundry rinses. Plus, dermatologists have seen a terrible rash, which has been related to this antiseptic, benzalconium. It's a very unpleasant condition, and it's called granular perikeratosis, and it's completely related to use of unnecessary laundry rinses. So what's the advice then in terms of these kind of rinses? Just not necessary for anyone. Just use your normal laundry powder. You don't need any additives. If you are a bit sensitive, you can, you know, there are some that are marked as sensitive skin or you might want to, if you feel you're having problems, just do an extra rinse cycle so you can be sure to get rid of the detergent. Outside of the things we've discussed, I wondered if there are any other general chemicals that hang out in our everyday life. I don't know when you're going to the shop, when you're in your car, anything. Is there anything else that comes up for you over and over again that impacts on the skin that you just need to be maybe aware of and questioning if you are having a reaction? My message would be keep it simple. The less stuff you use, the less possibility of allergy, 
less possibility of irritation as well. And if you have got problems, use less fragranced materials. Professor Nixon, thank you for this fascinating insight into the way irritants hang out in all our regular everyday products. And don't forget your sunscreen. Don't forget that sunscreen. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening. I'm Shazzy Hunt. Our show's producer is Cassie Merritt and audio production is by Leah Porges. Come back tomorrow to hear our weekly new beauty episode of Beauty News. Bye.